They say the road of life is long and winding, so it's important to mark the milestones along the way, from picking your bridesmaids to christening your boss's new desk, landing on your first bestsellers list, to finally asking for help. Hello, and we're live. We are live. <laughs> Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we are discussing episode six of season five. I know I say this every week, but like, how are we on episode six? I know, it's six over weeks. a month. And also, the last time we did a live podcast, <laughs> it starts already. It already starts. Last time we did a live podcast, it was our premiere. Right. And I feel like that was just yesterday. It does feel like it was just yesterday, it was but six it was six weeks ago. Yeah. And I can't believe we're we're here. Um anyway, this title is I am number nine. Would have been funny if this was the ninth episode. Yeah. Uh, original air date November seventh, two thousand and eleven, written by Jay Coburn, directed by Andy Wolk. Blair makes all of her former minions and Charlie compete to secure the coveted bridesmaid spots in her upcoming royal wedding. Nate is tired of keeping his relationship with Diana a secret, so he decides to make her jealous with an unlikely ally. Meanwhile, Jane is determined to acquire the film rights to Dan's book, so Serena must put her personal feelings about Dan aside and in order to close the deal and make it happen. I mean, yeah, that's the same thing that happened last week. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my glass full of gossip tonight, in honor of a, a different spin on, on Louis, we're drinking a poppy ginger lime flavored, which I titled the Monaco Mule. Ooh, cute. I like that. So it's a play on a Moscow Mule, obviously ginger lime. Um, you can add whatever li- liquor you would like into this delicious poppy, but it's delicious on its own, and you don't... Um, have to add any alcohol. It's so and it's good. good for you. It's a prebiotic soda. This is my favorite flavor of theirs. I love this one too. Yeah. Poppies, they're really good. I know. I've been drinking the Olipop as well, but I feel like I really want to try the grape. They Me have grape. Too. Do you and keep I, getting the ads? I can't find it anywhere. No, cannot get that Olipop. Sponsor us. <laughs> one day we'll get the grape <laughs> Olipop. Yeah. I'm just dying to have that. Uh, so, anyway, these sodas are delicious. Okay, so my three gossip words from last week, we had contest, obviously, bridesmaids, jealousy, Nate, uh, and convincing, really, Diana, Serena, Jane. Everyone's trying to convince other people. Nate. Nate. Everyone. Louis, the therapist. Everyone's convincing. (laughs) So if you're like, damn it, these are really broad. I'm like, I know. But you did well with your predictions last week. I did. And- Upon retrospect, because we watched separately this we week. We did. And as I'm watching and I I kept referring to the three gossip words, I'm like, these are actually pretty perfect. They do oh. fit the entire episode very well. They do. So you, thank you. I mean, you. you always do an amazing job, but I was Aww. like, these are really, really good. Really good. Well, thank you. Let's start with Blair. So as we know, she's planning her royal wedding. Yeah. And it's funny because she's picking one bridesmaid. She has Serena as her maid of honor, which a given, but she's having all of her former minions, not even former. I mean, she has her Columbia minion, whatever her name is. And then she has Cody, Cody, and 
um, Penelope. Penelope. So yeah. it's like it's funny that those are the ones they got, which is great. You know, it's, it's I love a good throwback. Yeah. Um. So she has this whole bulletin board of their pros and cons. <laughs> what makes them a good bridesmaid? What doesn't make them a good bridesmaid? Um. But they're going to compete to fill the spot. So she holds this contest and she tells Louis, look, just turned a blind eye this week or this day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Like she's excited to get back to her, like old high school Blair in control, making people compete for her love and attention. And he's like, okay, yeah, I won't, I won't pay attention to that you know, just yet. So the girls go through these ridiculous challenges. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I love the shade they had about Nellie Yugi, which yeah. is great. Nellie Yugi. And, you know, in the past, when Blair would act like this, right, we were always saying, oh, I'm so over this. Mm-hmm. Blair, grow up. But I, I was telling Liz this off mic, I enjoyed this because it was a taste of old Blair. Yeah. And it was like quintessential Gossip Girl Blair. Yep. As far as we know, right? I mean, I don't know what people think about Blair after the series is completed, but I was like, this is so great. It's so over the top. It's so Blair. And I love that Dorota is just here for it. She's With assisting. the pictures. Yes. And <laughs> oh my goodness. Me. She was great. Yeah. I I loved I loved every minute of this because it is reminiscent of old original first second season of Gossip Girl. So the girls are getting knocked off one by one. Cody is the first to go, um, but then they get tasked with this final hurrah, which is having to get a kiss from Nate Archibald. <laughs> which I'm telling you, I wish we watched together. I mean, I was super obnoxious because I was yelling it by myself, but I'm like, I know it's Nate. They're going to pull it down. I know this is going to have to kiss Nate. I was like, called it. Yeah, you really did call it. <laughs> I, did call it. I know. And the girls are like, who's it going to be? Who's going to be? And as we know, Penelope has had such a crush yeah. on Nate since the high school days. So she was like, oh, I am down. I'm so ready for this. So we go to the party and all the girls are trying to kiss Nate. And we have Charlie Chivey, who's also competing in this, which we'll get to. But she ends up winning. She kissed Nate and Blair is super impressed with her. So she has solidified her bridesmaid spot, even though, I mean, she's like, oh, you're Serena's cousin. That works perfectly since Serena's my maid of honor. And she's like, you should be in the running because you're the cousin. You're the cousin and you live with me. (laughs) I mean, I guess, but not really. I mean, Blair, you know, she doesn't, besides Dorota and Serena, she doesn't have any friends. I would have loved if it was Dorota. Right? Why wouldn't Dorota be in it? I know. I mean, she very well might be. Yeah. I don't know. That's right. You know? That's right. You don't know. She very well might be. <laughs> she probably is 100% in the bridal, bridal party. Yeah. Um, But other than Serena and Dorota and now Chivy, there's nobody there to be in. Imp- Blair's bridal party. So, oh, my computer. I have to change the uh, the setting on my the computer. It keeps going dark every second. It's driving oh, me crazy. Yeah. It's just a energy saver. It's just. I know it's trying. Do you to have save cat me. hair on your mic? Yes. I, I meant me to energy. clean that like before you. Came. I was setting up. I'm like, okay, let me get the ah. lights. Let me get the wires. I'm like, I have to uh, lint roll. And then in- instead, I watched The Surprise. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm distracted. I'll take one for the team. It's fine. Okay, thank you. Okay, so after all of this fiasco with Charlie Chivy kissing Nate, she wins the spot. Blair's impressed. 
We do have a scene at the party where Blair and everyone find out that Louis has been paying his therapist to manipulate Chuck. Now, is this This his therapist or a therapist? I think she's just a therapist. And they do mention, it's very brief, that he helped her father out once. Yeah, what is that about? We never go into this again because she's on the island. Shut (laughs) up! Okay. Okay. Before we started, I was like, guys, I have to look up and see this character's on the island because I just want to know because I'm sure Michelle's going to ask me. And when I told her I was looking up someone for the island, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Who's it going to be? I was like, oh, it's nobody important. But I guess she really thinks this is important. (laughs) Well, yeah. She doesn't even have a wiki page on Gossip Girl. I had to look it up on IMDb. Yeah. We we full out gave her a first and last name. You don't even even get a wiki page. She doesn't even get a wiki page. (laughs) Unless I'm mistaken, but I couldn't find a wiki page. So if you guys want to try. Yeah, Angelina. Angelina. Angelina, Our gossip girl queen. Uh, Really? So that's it. We don't ever understand this whole thing. I guess because we're past it now. We're past it. Yeah. So she was just used for this very minuscule part. I mean, a very important part where Chuck is starting to change himself. Um, but as far as Louis goes, it's a very brief, as far as I understood him saying like, oh, that time I helped out your dad, like you basically owe me, even though he's paying her. So does this mean that Chuck doesn't continue therapy? He continues therapy. I'll just tell you that, but not with her. Well, yeah, obviously, but he does. Yeah. I mean, we mention it next week. We don't actually see him in therapy, but all we right. or mentioned that all he right. is going, which is really important. We recognize. Exactly. Okay. So that's all we need all we need to know about that. I will take it. Right. So after Blair finds out Louis has been paying this therapist to manipulate Chuck and make him back into his evil self, which is like we'll get to that. That's all kinds of messed up. But Blair demands to know why he would do this. And Louis says, I saw the paternity test. I know that you had doubts. I know that this was a way of you to choose who you're going to be with because if it was Chuck's, you would have chose Chuck. Let's be real. And she's like, you don't need to be so jealous and so afraid of Chuck. Like, we're never going to work. And Louis just, they kind of separate and I guess they don't speak to each other. And um, (laughs) the hair Tickling my nose. Um, anyway, so later on, after they separate, Blair and Louis speak on the phone. We have a scene with Chuck, which we'll get to. But Blair says, oh, it's best if we are separate for a few days like to recoup. So we'll see what happens there. Nate and Chivy. What did you think about this, first of all? I don't know. You're not into it? No. I, could, I saw it I coming. Find, I find them to have good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I I don't know if I'm if if it feels like oh, okay, we haven't done this yet. Right, of course, we're not going to do it with Chuck and Padge. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. So Nate was only the logical choice. So I don't know if it just feels forced or it mm-hmm. actually does work. I don't know how I feel about it. I think that's a great point because yeah. I feel like if I was a writer on this show, this is what we would go towards the next step. Like, oh, Nate and Ivy work together. Yeah, this makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So they are planning a launch party for the spectator and Nate wants to go with Diana as his date. He's like, let's go public together, which is like, what? Yeah. 
I know. And she's like, uh, <laughs> no, it's not the right time. I'm not ready for this. The world doesn't need to see this yet. And, you know, he he definitely feels discouraged about this. He's like, uh, okay, you don't want to be seen with me or be seen that we're dating. And it's like, they have they even had that talk of like, are we in a relationship? I was going to ask you this. Have they even gone on a proper dinner date? I don't even think they have. I think, and he's, I don't know if it's this week or next week. He says, we literally sleep together and work and sleep together and work. And like, that's all they do. That's so how's that relationship? That's their relationship. That's what they have known since day one. So right. if Nate wants something different than that, he needs to verbalize that. And he was trying yeah. to verbalize it in the episode, but Diana definitely brushes it off. And so this leads him into literally the arms of another woman, even though she's telling him like, yeah, you should try that. Like I give you permission to try that. I know. So to me, it's like she's not all that serious about any of this. Yeah. I don't know if I thought she was anyway. Diana? Yeah, Diana. Like, I feel like, okay. To well, me, she- I I took it as she views him as her sex boy toy. Yeah, like, okay. Like her pet. Yeah, her pet. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he obviously doesn't think that that's the case. He thinks that that's, there's something else going or on Or maybe there. he just wants more. Right. But he always ends up in these predicaments, doesn't he, Nate? He always does. <laughs> the secret sex life of Nate, because it, it seems to it's always have to be. It's always happening with him. And yeah. so I think he, he's definitely in this rut. He needs to get out of it because this has happened every, time and time again on all the seasons. So yeah, Diana, she's been... Obviously, she's not taking well to Ivy. Ivy's causing her a lot of stress. And she tells Ivy and Nate, let's get the buzz about the party. Go deliver all these tablets to VIPs. So Nate goes to deliver a tablet to Keith Genson. And Keith's assistant is like, we don't even need this. Diana's going with Keith as her date. Which, by the way, the assistant. Rude. (laughs) Yeah. What is he from? Oh, I don't know. I I meant to look that up, but I'm afraid to Google. And I meant to text you, but then I I got distracted. On break, we can look it up. Yes. I'm going to write that down. Look it up. Yeah. You guys Um, see what we do on break. (laughs) We're live tonight. I I know I said that at the top, but we have our patrons from the Upper East Side looking, watching us. Hello. And they're always in the chat. Yeah. When we take a break, they're like, I wonder what they do on break. It's like. It's not very exciting. We don't really do much. (laughs) Uh, So Keith's assistant tells Nate about Keith and Diana going together. Of course, Nate is upset. He immediately calls Diana, who basically tells him, like, yeah, maybe you, like, take some time and get back to me. See how you feel. I get it. Like, Keith and I are going to be in public together. So maybe you should try and do something else. Like, and pushing him to find another date and someone to hang out with and maybe have sex with and whoever else. Who knows? I don't know what what her limits are because they haven't really said any limits. Um, and so, as we know, Chivy, she's competing <laughs> for Blair's. Uh, oh, you got a new chair. Just <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, this new computer chair. It's really cute. It, it rises. So <laughs> I should tell that story. I'll tell that story later. I don't okay. want to get why yeah. I needed a new computer chair. Um, but thank you for noticing. Yes, it's really cute. Uh Yes, Chivy, for a story for the spectator. She's like, hey, Diana, I'm going to do this because it will be good later on if I get in because I don't get the story on the royal wedding. It makes sense. It I'm does. like, wow, okay. Like, she, you know, she's committed to doing things for Diana because she doesn't want Diana to say yeah. who she really is. So 
now that she's been tasked with the kissing of Nate, <laughs> per Blair's orders, it works perfectly for her and for Nate because Nate's looking to get, I guess, to make Diana jealous, which Chivy doesn't know that it's Diana, but he says, a girl, you know, has kind of burned me. And Charlie's like, let's make her jealous. And also, this benefits her because she has to kiss Nate. I mean, this really is a mutual exchange. Right. They just except, don't know. Except neither of them know <laughs> just yeah. yet. Yeah. So they go to the party together. There's definitely, I don't know, some chemistry going on there. Nate seems to be in it, you know, more so. And Chivy's like, obviously, this is strategic for her. Um, but they do kiss a couple. It's not just a one kissing. It's no. like a little make out sesh. Yeah. And this does distract Diana from her making her speech. And so solidifies that she was jealous, but she does go over her and she's like, oh, Charlie, Nate and I are dating. And also Nate, Charlie's using you. <laughs> and also back off, bitch, he's mine. And, and she's pissed. I mean, the claws come out and I think it's just this ownership. I yes. don't even think she really likes Nate. I don't it's either. Just like, I'm in charge. Back off. And I can actually tell you that. And you'll listen because... I know all of your mm -hmm. secrets. Right. So then Nate tells Diana, okay, you're getting jealous about this, but it, as far as I'm concerned, if we're not public, then like this should just be done. Right. So she does mull it over and she does publish a picture of them. I was it even on, I think it was on the spectator's website. Yeah. Of them. They're saying new couple alert. They're dating. And then she calls Chivy and she's like, see this picture. Mm -mm. You could try it again. It's not going to happen. I'm going to make your life Ooh. a living hell. Like, don't need his mind. Yeah. And Charlie's like, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Padge. <laughs> Padge with the little, we'll tie in Serena as well. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, Padge's book is number nine on the bestsellers list. Again, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> He's, of course, stoked that he's getting this recognition. And Rufus is proud of him. He's proud. He meets with Serena and Jane, and they go over some movie ideas for Inside. And then they talk about Dylan Hunter, which is the character based off of Dan. And Jane's like, oh, we need to change his story. Like, maybe he's an orphan or, like, something. And Dan's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is not my original thoughts. And he doesn't like that they're changing things and they're not really nurturing his ideas <laughs> and he leaves. He gets up and leaves. He has a conversation with Serena and Serena's like, look, I think you should give us the rights to your movie, but I promise that I'll keep your vision intact. Don't worry about it. So he trusts her, but all goes to shit because the movie does get scrapped anyway, which we'll mention with Jane and Diana. Like what? what? <laughs> we better go back to that. Uh, I I guess we do next week. We don't, but I'm 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 hopeful that we do. Angelina, Angelina, let us know. <laughs> um, I've only I've only watched next week. So later on, Rufus tells Dan that unfortunately, Inside has dropped off of the charts, and but it's okay because the movie is going to bring up you know stir some uh buzz about it, and Dan has to tell Rufus like, oh, my movie was scrapped, so. Therefore, my career is scrapped. Like, he's so dramatic about this. Like, I'm over. You're not over, dude. You're 20 years old. You'll write something else. It's fine. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But to tie in Serena, she's at work. And as we said, Diana shows up because her and Jane are old friends. Don't know how. 
I don't. Um, but Serena goes, oh, my friend Nate works for you and my ch- my cousin Charlie. And so Diana basically offers her a job on the spot like, oh, well, how would you like to write a blog for The Spectator? And Serena's like, well, like that's basically Gossip Girl and I don't want to stoop to Gossip Girl's level and Gossip Girl already reports on me. So like what would be the point of me writing this blog? So after this whole meeting where Dan storms out, Serena goes to heads to see him and he does give her the rights to the screenplay, have someone else write it. But then when Serena sees Jane, Jane's like, oh, I've had a screenwriter for weeks and we just wanted Dan to give up his rights. And we knew that you were like the person to do that. And so she's like, why did you have to waste everyone's time by having this meeting? And now Dan's not going to have his way and they're going to make his character a Zuckerberg where he's going to screw over all of his friends for like the coin and Mm -hmm. the fame, which Serena's like, um, that's not how this was supposed to go. And so now she's like, well, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I hate my life. (laughs) Yeah. It's really tough. She's in a really tough spot. This is a really bad spot. So she's feeling really guilty and she decides to invite Dan to the spectator party. And when Dan sees Jane, Jane's like, I know what you're trying to do, Serena. I'm not going to feel guilty for my decision. But Serena's like, oh, please get get to know the real Dan. He's really sweet. Like, he wouldn't do what you're, like, how you're portraying him. So then Jane's like, oh, well, you're off the project then because you're too close to home. And I don't like how this is going. Everyone, it's, okay. All of this is presented, the novel, right, is presented as fiction, right and Padge is like no 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 no. it's not based it's like loosely i like where you're going with this loosely based off you but it's not you it's fiction it's fiction it's fiction now all of a sudden it's like whoa you are going to deface Padge and who he is as a person uh-huh. and you can't do it and so that's offensive to do that to his character yet everybody else it was just you're 1000 percent right a little inspiration taken right because it's purely fiction it's like if you can't don't dish it if you can't take it. Right. I mean, it's changing the story, which is tough, which right. I can understand that. But Serena's like, no, I want you to meet Padge to see how he really is. And he's not this overdramatic, we can't have him mm-hmm. on the project person. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he is, he's threatened that they're going to change his character. But like you said, like he wasn't, everyone talking about how he changed them didn't really affect him but he's the one who wrote the book right <laughs> yeah so when diana sees that serena's upset because she gets scrapped off the project she's like oh i'll talk to jane we're old friends and like i have something on her and she'll she'll get it uh you know she'll understand where i'm coming from why did jane do this except for the fact that she can i'm like what is jane getting from i guess i just answered my own question <laughs> serena will write the blog you mean Diana? Diana, I mean. yeah. Like she knows so well that oh, if I do this, I know she Serena. has. She's so strategic yeah. with everything. Yeah, she's really and good. And next week, even more so. Or I'm like, whoa! Like she has everything down to like, she's a, a little master. Tea. She really is. Yeah. So when she sees Serena, she's like, oh, I have this. Let me go talk to Jane. And so whatever she says to Jane, Jane's like, the movie's scrapped. Like, I, whatever Diana knows about her, like, it cannot come out. Whatever that means. Like, I don't, I, I couldn't, I don't know. I hope we go back to this because I'm really curious. I really hope we find out about what was told. Or is it just one of those things that we have <sighs> to take of 
Diana knows people. Diana has influence. We're just going to leave it at that. Right. Um, I hope it's the first, but I, I, I don't know. So Dan sees Jane. Jane tells Dan, the movie is scrapped. You can blame it on your friend, Serena. So Dan goes over to Serena and he's like, I can't believe that you would do this to me. You didn't want it coming out just because I wrote you in that way and you don't want anyone to see you differently. And she's like, actually, no, I did this for you. Didn't you want to smack him? Oh my God, yeah. I wanted to shake him. But shut the fuck up. I know. I think because last week he was burned by Serena trying to blackmail him. But again, she felt hurt and she felt betrayed that this person wouldn't, doesn't accept like who she is and wrote her to be this version of her she was trying to get rid of. So they separate and Serena does tell Diana. Diana approaches her like one last time, like, please do this vlog for me. Please, please, please. I want to take down Gossip Girl. And Serena's like, well, can I think about it? And Diana's like, just think, you'll tell the story of Serena Vanderwoodson before Gossip Girl can. So it pretty much like eliminates Gossip Girl's job. And Serena's like, okay. And she's thinking about it. And then she's like, I'm going to do this my own way. I'm not going to bash people. This is going to be my story. And Diana's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You, whatever you want. So they make this deal. And later that night, Serena gets her computer and she's starting her blog. S on S. S on S. Yes. <laughs> All right. Lastly, Chuck, which I feel like I'm most excited to talk oh, about. S by S, I should say. S S by S. Yes. yes. What did you think about Chuck? Um, Yay for therapy. Yay for therapy. Yay for apology. Oh, my God. That scene I really enjoyed, which we'll get Me to. Me too. I was like, yes. I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. But I will recognize. I will recognize. I really, really did enjoy that scene. And then the whole ring. Yeah, the ring. I mean, I just sped up, which we're oh, going to go into okay. detail. Yeah. But uh, he, yeah. yeah. I know. I really, I really enjoyed Chuck in this episode. So we, he's having therapy with Eliza. Luckily, he's gotten over that whole like sexual whatever. And I just want to, you know, grow. And so he tells her about this reoccurring dream he has where he's in walking and sees this amazing sized skyscraper. And every time he gets close to it, he can't get in. And she's like, well, what do you think that means? And he's just chalking it up to, oh, it's probably my parent, my parental issues. And she's like, okay, but what else could it mean? Because as we know, she's getting paid by Louis and she needs to kind of like dig some dirt up. And she wants him to open up about Blair. So Louis catches up with Eliza and presents her with a check. And as we said, he's something about helping her father. I I don't know. But it's to turn Chuck back into his evil self. It's like, oh, this is just so easy. In one session, it will be done. (laughs) And also Louis. What a weird strategy. I guess we all can go to this very manipulative dark place when we're feeling so insecure. He's so insecure, yeah. I don't blame him for how he's feeling because finding that paternity test and then Mm -hmm. questioning and then plus everyone around you pretty much being like, don't trust her. secrets. She's lying to you. She will continue. And you had Patch lurking for like all of it and Chuck's lurking. Right there, everyone's wants a piece of Blair and he finally he has her like that this is his fiance and to keep it he needs to do everything in his power to to keep this relationship it's like it shouldn't be this hard dude right (laughs) 
Right. It really shouldn't. Yeah. But it is. And so he is making a therapist warp Chuck's brain to kind of go back and revert to what he used to be. Which is like he hasn't been this new Chuck for that long where like he wouldn't just be that same Chuck. I don't know. I'm like, wow. Like, I get we're seeing growth, which is great. But he's still Chuck. Like, and how does Louis know he's not still the same Chuck? Because he hasn't right. been. Because he hasn't like kind of like. Blair? Yeah, like stirring up the pot between him and Blair. Like he's been quiet. And I mean, we do have that one scene a few weeks ago where the dog makes them fall. Like he sees it, her right. in his arms. Like, so I guess he maybe thinks that chuck is softening and it's scary to him yeah even though blair like i don't think blair realizes that this is even happening like she doesn't know who this new chuck is just yet so um eliza ends up heading to the empire to see chuck like a house call even though this is not what normally would happen but because of louis putting the pressure on her she feels like she has to go immediately find some information so she's like, come on, aren't you upset and angry that Blair is marrying someone else? And like, he he does get upset and he dramatically like, stands up. It's like, oh, it was so ridiculous. I wrote this down. LOL, Chuck abruptly gets up <laughs> off the couch. I was laughing. And he was so dramatic and just like. <gasps> <gasps> and there's like this like, you know, just so Chuck and so. Oh, you know goodness. what immediately came to my mind and like nobody else is going to think this but that scene in Clueless where they're at the rave and Christian's like huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me of like he quick he like w- gave himself like whiplash getting off the couch and I'm just like oh my god that was dramatic I just wanted them to bring in a fainting couch and Chuck just be like oh. <laughs> right <laughs> that would have been camped we just would have made it black and white at That's that point, it. like, and Chuck would have passed out and end scene and end scene exactly. Uh, but he's getting you know pushed to open up more about Blair, and he admits, like, yes, I let Blair go, but I'm still holding on to the engagement ring. And so he's like, here, please take it from me, get rid of it. It's like, what do you do with this? Like, I'm really, I don't even, I can't even fathom how much money that probably, that ring was. I don't even want to go there. I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, But he's like, please get rid of this for me. And she's like, okay. So she takes it. But then she texts Louis, like, I don't want to do this anymore. She, you know, she's crossing moral lines yet again. Like, she's a psychologist. Like, she doesn't need to be doing this. No. She's, you know, a, a professional who just wants to help Chuck. So later on, Louis meets Eliza after Eliza tells him, I'm not doing this. And he's like, don't forget, you know, (laughs) shoving this check in her face. And of course, Chuck's at the dog park and he sees this transaction. So now he knows what's up. And he calls Eliza and he's like, wants everyone to meet at the spectator party because he wants to. I I guess his plan all along was like to embarrass her in front of everyone. (laughs) And then to do it at the party, I guess, because does he know Blair's going to be there or because it will be reported in the spectator? I guess both. I mean, either way it works. So he arrives at the party and he's introduced to Diana. Yeah. And he's like, you look familiar. And she's like, oh, there's no way. Now, this is only because of Nate. I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's not because of Nate. Oh, it's like a light bulb. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, because Nate was banging her in California Uh and told Chuck. 
But she also but it's knows not, Bart. It's she knows not Bart. Because he knows Bart. <laughs> oh, oh my God. The picture in the drawer. The, you forgot all about that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just didn't put two and two together. I, I was just like, oh, because of Nate. I'm like, why is this so weird right I now? I should have just let her just think it was because no. of Nate. <laughs> it probably would have came to me upon discussion. But yeah, I, like, I think it would have came to you as we were talking about it a little more. But it's such a quick scene. But I'm like, it's purposeful. No, 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 no. This is purposeful. Because it, cause he does a double take and he's like, are you sure? Yeah, he's like, are you sure I don't know you? And she's like... No, I'm certain you don't. Now, do you think... Well, now we have to talk about this. So do you <laughs> think, obviously, he recognizes her. Do you think he actually met her or because he saw that picture in his father's files? E- I don't know. Either way. Probably that. I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I guess one day we'll find out. Do you know? <laughs> I I mean, I know, but I don't know. I can't, like... You don't know how we get there, but you know? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I just blew her mind a little bit. I'm actually yeah. I'm thrilled that this happened. Wow. But anyway, <sighs> so after they meet, the party is happening. Diana makes her speech, in which of course she's distracted by the Nate and Chivy kiss. And she's like, I'm taking over the journalism world. The spectators taking it over. And Chuck's like, Well, I got it. It's like ridiculous. I got a story for you. And walks and she's like, please present it like to the whole party. So ridiculous. And he tells everyone that his therapist is playing mind games with him and making him do unspeakable things and when eliza speaks up for herself chuck's like um well she's getting paid by louis and so now everyone knows louis has paid eliza and he looks real guilty he's like oh shit like how do i get out of this one i don't know (laughs) so after uh this whole fiasco chuck approaches eliza and is like why did you do it and she's like look i'm giving up my practice this is not what I believe in. I feel obviously badly about this. And so she tells him th- that Louis was obviously so threatened by Chuck yep. that he felt the need to do this. Um, and she's so proud of him because she sees that he is letting Blair go. But the last step, of course, is to get rid of this ring. You have to do it yourself. And so he goes to see Blair in this really epic scene which i felt like i said before was the best scene of the whole episode and he apologizes for everything about the trade about not saying i love you sooner not waiting long not enough. waiting long enough the my anger like so many really deep-rooted bad chair things that have happened and he's like i'm sorry and she's like okay i accept it and she's like i can't believe like this is my downfall is like never giving up on people and he's like i hope that never changes because that's why you're going to be a great mom yeah and it's just really really just so important for these two and he's like i'm gonna take care of myself for now and like you take care of yourself like and she was like who the fuck is this like the ghost of chuck leaving she says something along the lines if i'm remembering correctly is that all right and i'm like what were you wanting blair i don't I was like, please don't make them kiss because I didn't. I wasn't ready. No, 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 no. It shouldn't have been. No, you know? it just wasn't the time. And he's just like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. I guess. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it could have went a million different ways with that. What were you going to say anything else? And she could have been waiting for a million different reasons. Right. But he's like, no, I'm good. And you should be good. And so he leaves. He goes. <laughs> directly to the Harry Winston store and drops the ring on the doorstep. 
How'd you feel about this? Random. I mean, it's obviously, it's so dramatic. dramatic. It's so unnecessary. We we would have understood what happens. Yeah. But that is my summary. That's some a good, good one. It was some good parts in this episode. It was. Um, and when we come back, we have lots of trivia and questions from our listeners. Yay! Yay. All right, Michelle and I were just talking about our dinners <laughs> and being bowl or plate people. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the chat, you already know that. That's right. So let's start with some trivia. The episode was watched by 1.26 million viewers. The episode title is based off the movie I Am Number Four, which this morning in the Discord chat, everyone was talking about how they have seen it, haven't seen it, read the books. I saw it one time, could not tell you one thing really that happened in it. Um, it seemed it was a, a definitely an Alyssa genre, like he's from another planet, they have a love story, like definitely like that, but couldn't tell you anything Who's that happens. It? It's got the girl who plays Quinn from Glee and this oh th- that one that's also a magic Mike who's really cute. I think he's Australian in real life. Alex something. What? I'm making this up. You guys let me know. I could not recall but I'm gonna find- be shocked. I should mm-hmm. never comment on movies because like Michelle, you don't watch movies. Of course, you haven't seen it. Nobody cares. So I, but I actually don't recall this at all. His name is going to bother me if I don't look it up. Oh, Alex Pettifer. That's his name. He's cute. Can you turn? He's cute, so cute. I can see a yeah. visual. Um, here he is. He looks. Let me see if you would know him from anything. Oh, he splits from his girlfriend Marlo. He's super cute. He was like more blonde in the movie than I remember him being here. I am number four is the movie. I am number four. And sounds like a stupid concept. <laughs> what? Like, I am number four. Like, I'm the number fourth alien. I don't re- I guys, I have okay. no idea. Um, anyway, Blair's bridesmaids prose for Penelope, or is that she's a huge bitch. Hamilton House party planning. While her cons are she's a huge bitch. Fake and bake, which offended me. And social climber. <laughs> Oh, big, big. Her nose, her nose, her prose for Nellie, which is funny because Nellie's not in the episode, is genius, Esperanto, and Sorbonne. And her great, her cons are a grade grubber, allergic to contacts, and loves YA fiction. <laughs> Isabel's prose, again, Isabel's not in this episode, are long legs, scratch golfer, and loves to match. <laughs> and her cons are too pretty, reads McSweeney's, and Aries. <laughs> Oh, offended again. Get out. <laughs> this is your Aries Which I think girls. is funny because Isabel and Nellyuki weren't in the episode. But they were still maybe contenders. I guess so. Yeah. Um at the New York Spectator party there's a picture of the of Andre the Giant, the former wrestler starred in the movie The Princess and the Bride, alongside yeah. Wallace Shawn, who plays Blair's stepfather, Cyrus Rose, as we know. Yeah. Tish has two deleted scenes, Jane and Serena, where Jane calls Dan a prima donna and tells Serena she must tell Dan either he can write this movie or get it made. Serena then tells Jane, I don't think I can do that. And Jane tells her if she wants to have an associate producer credit on the film, she needs to buck up. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's another where Blair tells Dorota that she will judge the final competition and it will take at, take place at the launch party. She then tells the girls there's only one spot in the wedding party and it will go to whoever wins the competition. Right. All right. I mean, those didn't really need to be in there. Mm-mm. 
Music, we have By the Cults, Friendly Fires, My Gold Mask, The Ugly Suit, David Guetta, and Sia, and Lana Del Rey. That was playing during the chair scene, which was really pretty. All right, questions. We have Will. He wants to know, what does Diana really want with Nate? Is he just food for her to play with? What's going on? Yes, I think that's exactly... I think it's convenience, ownership, fuckboy, and he is in with the world, even though... He keeps saying, like, these are my friends. But she's like, I will just keep using you, using mm-hmm. you, using you. And you know what? She's already made him do things that he said he wouldn't do. So I it's know. just a matter of time. Yeah. Come on, Nate. Yeah. Mike asks, if you were a journalist, would you ever work for a site like The Spectator? Probably not. But If I was a journalist? No, I don't think so. But, I mean, times are tough, right? <laughs> exactly. We all need so... jobs. <laughs> I guess we would have to see. I mean, it would probably probably be fun. Yeah, but also, but it's also just it's like dirty. those are people. Yeah, those are people's lives, right? So maybe not. Um, do you think Nate and Chivy will get together? I do. On in the secret, in the secret, in secret, because they can't make it known. Mm. Or it'll just be very like ongoing flirting, and maybe they'll kiss in like two episodes or something. So him and Diana are not going to. No, they're gonna keep up. Oh, oh. but so I, he's gonna be playing. Both I of them. no, I think there's going <laughs> to be tension between him and Chivy of like, oh, I actually really do like you because I can be seen with you, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. And Diana's still like the. F- okay. Yeah, that's good. Good mm-hmm. predictions. Jess wants to know: Do we think Chuck was sincere when he went to apologize to Blair, or was he seizing an opportunity based on the conversation he had with his therapist? I do think he was really, really genuine about it. Me too. I believed him. I want to believe him. I want to believe him, but I really, really think he was genuine. Me too. I think he was genuine. Let's. We can't make those him are a some hard again. shit to like apologize for, especially yeah. where. And like I don't know if he ever said he was individually sorry for any of those things. It's also having ownership to it. So yeah. I don't I don't think that would be fake. Right. And he has said in the past, like, well, we would wait all night for you. I only waited like one minute, five right. minutes. Right. And now he's like, well, shit. Like, I'm sorry that I didn't do that. Like, now he is owning it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would like, yes, Jess, I would like to believe that he was sincere. Um, Tish, what is going on with Chuck and Diana? Because he seems to recognize her. Where does he think he knows her from? Well, my mind blew That's off. The question. I mean, first half of the show. <laughs> I think, I really think, I mean, I was making other predictions of like, oh, could it be a sister or a mom or whatever. I think he recognized her from a picture in the drawer. I just don't know who she is yet. Okay. I think that's how he actually recognized. So he's her. only ever seen a picture of her, but he, and it's probably, he's seen it. Or maybe, maybe she, once or imagine she was like his nanny or something. Oh. And, and then Bart had an affair with her. Ooh. Or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Um, Vic, who do you think? Nope. Sorry. Do you think Serena will be blogging on a weekly basis? I do. For how long? Mm. Is that her her thing? Her new shtick is the blog. I think so. I think she's gonna be like, "Wow, this is going really well." I'm a writer, Pad. You're a writer. <laughs> I'm a writer, just but like it's, you. It's going to backfire because Gossip Girl. Whether Gossip she's not Girl like this, yeah, but whether Gossip Girl still reports on what you don't like, S isn't going S. Look at me. <laughs> Serena is probably not going to tell 
she's not going to tell the right. outside perspective, right? Like we wouldn't mm-hmm. tell the outside perspective of our mm-hmm. life. So that gossip girl will just right. write or the spectator will. Ooh. Right. You know, our very own. Something exactly. like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Blair will have second thoughts about marrying Louis? Yes, but <laughs> it's not going to come to the surface until later. Right. <laughs> Were you surprised Diana took her relationship with Nate public? No, because after watching her in this, you're like, okay, you just have, you need to control and she can own. It's just being in charge. Remember, too, she knows, needs Nate somehow, some way. Right. So what does this have to do with everything and Chuck? Right. It's a lot going on. That's something. Everything is very convenient for her. Like, I don't (laughs) like her, but I'm very interested in what she's doing. Like, whatever is happening with her storyline is the most intriguing because she's, like, now surrounding so many more people. Like, she knows Ivy's secret. Nobody else does. She needs Nate and needs to be, I think, dating Nate or something, getting close to Nate for some reason. And she knows Chuck or Chuck thinks he knows her. Yeah. And she knew Bart. So. Right. She's involved in everyone. And Jane. And Jane. Which... And now Serena, like she's getting everywhere. The Jane situation. I know. The other parts, like, okay, you had it with Bart, but what's up with Jane? Jane, I don't know. Do you know? I know, I truly don't. I hope we get more of this. Yeah. So I hope so too. I'm just interested to see what happened with her and Jane in the past. Did she, I mean, it's probably something silly and small, but Jane doesn't obviously want anyone to know. Right. So, Diana's got a lot of dirt on a lot of people. They yeah, owe, she does. Like, then they all owe her. She's smart. Mm-hmm. She's really freaking mm-hmm. smart. But that's all of our questions. Oh, thank you. Thank you to everyone who thank sent them. You. All right. What about some fashion? Headbands. I had three headbands. Yay. We had some yeah. headbands. I haven't had them in so long. I loved Blair's yellow blouse and her oh, eye makeup. And the ponytail. All I kept, of it. As I was watching it, I was like, Ryan, come in here and just look at her. Just look how beautiful she is. <laughs> Did he like that? He's like, yeah. She's like, he loves Blake Lively. Oh, he does? Yeah. He's like really attracted to Blake Lively. Not that he wouldn't be attracted to Leighton. He's sure, because he yeah. is too. But he's like, oh, Blake's on the screen. I was like, no, it's all about Leighton. <laughs> like, look at her eye makeup. It's so beautiful. Know, she looked gorgeous. She just looks so like, just so beautiful i can't explain it like yeah just yeah and she's wearing a lot of yellow this season yeah and it's very just very complimentary on her her tan skin and her red lip and whatever it's just looking good she looks really good i liked her orange dress as well as did i uh nate he always wears those nice denim looking shirts looks good in that but dan he had a nice plaid like a buffalo plaid shirt he did he did i like chivy's dress at the party oh my god i loved i loved that dress her fashion gets better and better as it progresses i guess because she's supposed to be like in this world a little bit more right next week she has some like bang banger outfits really yeah um i also also wore that like corset dress with the sweater yeah i just she just looked really good i made a note of serena's messy ponytail it's always her hair is always a hot mess <laughs> but it it works it, it, she looks amazing my in it. messy ponies do not look no mine polished. looks like literally a rat's nuts 
rats and nest. hers also is teetering on rats nest, it but is but it's, it's like, like still fashion forward it still works there's so many people like on the internet that I've found, come across on like Instagram and TikTok and whatever that like make fun of Serena's like, how do I make my hair look like this? And they just like throw it to the side. They're like, I'm Serena. It's just like, <laughs> it's so funny It's true because though. her hair, like, I guess because Blair is so polished that Serena has to be like the real messy looking one, but it's like in a way that it really works. It's not even that messy. It's not. She no. just looks good. But I like that um, she had that pale blue crocheted like tank top. That's really pretty. Yeah. And I also like Padge's suit. Yeah. The boys always look really good in the suits. They looked good. What about some quotes? Yes. Uh, so many minions, Dorota. <laughs> Tryouts begin after breakfast. <laughs> Penelope, she has to pee. <laughs> um, You don't have the scheme gene like I do Ooh. to Louis. I am number nine. Even Peppa knew when to pipe down. Oh my goodness, that was so, so funny. funny. Yeah, Dan, about turning my book into newsies. I was like, I love newsies. <laughs> you did wonders for my trust issues. Chuck mm. said that to his uh, the therapist. The therapist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate doesn't have a type. He like he's like Derek Jeter. I mean, I think everyone could relate to that. Yeah, that was good. Um, and Diana, now that's a story I can print. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. My God. MVP and Shadiest? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Ready? Yep. She's writing it down. Yep. <laughs> Three, Three, two, two one, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, so we had the most Whoa. votes for Chuck. You heard it here first, You heard folks. it here. What is happening? I re- it just He was just super he genuine. He does. Yeah. That's all. I That's mean, it. You I guys mean- can... You guys can um agree right i mean i know the chat's going now but it's he just it was his episode i was really proud yeah that scene the apology it was all great did have a vote for serena um but everyone else picked chuck that's good shittiest yeah i mean i don't know i'm just gonna go with this but i don't really like it it's not like the greatest answer oh i think that all of my shittiest I can understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, Three, two, one. Louis. Louis had the most votes, but I, I, I feel I understand where he's coming from. You know. Listen, I don't know what he could have done to deal with his insecurity, but to pay a therapist and almost no, really blackmail and be like, "You need to make Chuck nasty and go back to his deep dark side." That's fucked up. It's really fucked up. That's You're right. really. Can I change my answer? It's, of course. It's fucked up. But Jane is also. She's just like. She's awful. She's awful. And she's been awful for the last few weeks. And just with the all the changing of Dan stuff. Like I get it. Like whatever sells. But. And she's also just so fake. She's to your so face. Like I get fake. you trying to make a business deal happen. But she's, mm, yeah, and she's like overly, really overly nice to Dan these past two episodes because she really wanted his book, and then like she, and a then shit. she's even sweeter to Serena, and then right back nasty to her. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right. Um, but everyone picked Louis. Yeah, which it's it just a surprising. I swear, we have an episode where we have Chuck as MVP and Louis as a she. Oh, I know. Like, is this like the Twilight t- Zone? I know. This is strange, but it, it. Yeah, it was like a little bit of role reversal in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Okay. Betty of the week time. Ooh. 
Betty of the Week. <laughs> Remember that was our Patron of the Week. Oh yeah, our song. When we would just sing it, and then we go, Sped it up. No, remember we would just like actually sing it. No, Patron of the Week. Woo, woo. Remember when we do that? Yeah, Luke but Tree Hill talk. Yeah, but we had. Remember then we recorded. Oh, then we actually recorded it. Yeah, and then you sped emba- yours up. Embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> That's a classic. It is a classic. It's a it's a classic. Yeah. Um. But hopefully you like our Betty of the Week song. I mean, every time it comes on, I will not skip it. If you guys skip it. That's sad. But if you don't, let us know and you know, let you us know that you're it, enjoying it. Don't let us know. Don't let us know if you're skipping it. Anyway, hi, Betty of the Week time. So this week I chose... You were total better, total better, total better, total better. Total Betty. Jess, because I felt like, why, like, how could I not choose Jess, her? Our and friend, she's in our the friend. chat tonight. She's in the chat. Yeah. Hi, Jess. Congrats. Uh, we just, we lo- always love speaking with you. Yeah. I said it last week. We are above and beyond. You just, the joy that we get to, to hear from you still after all these years is just incredible. And you're a, a great person. Everyone loves you in the chat. Not that they wouldn't, but it's just, you're just, you were there and you're our forever friend and we were really happy to have you on last week. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a patron. Thank you, love Jess. You. Love you. Oh, episode title for next week. Haha, <laughs> I have a little boo-boo. Here we go. I got it. Oh, my God, my notebook. <laughs> oh no, you almost done? Oh no. Going into different sections. Oh. Going into the miscellaneous. I was going into the new Gossip Girl section. Oh, no. I hate when Ugh. that, ooh, that I don't happens. like when things, you know. Me too. I don't like it. It's funny. We like the bowls. All the things in the bowl, but notes Nuh-uh. separate. Nuh-uh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. So episode for next week, episode seven, the title is The Big Sleep No Moa. <laughs> And I'll wait till you're done writing because it's no a big mo? title. Well, no more. Oh. But, you know, no mo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> My three gossip words are. Three gossip words. Tour. Performance. Failure. What? <laughs> I crack myself up. These are not that clever. I wish I would had one like when I put sharp for Juliet Sharp. I was like, never felt more high than I did after that. I was like, I got this. Let me tell you, I feel you when you get, I remember doing the haikus for Let's Talk OC and some of them, I was like, this is so good. (laughs) And then when I would do like the, what did I used to do for Tree Hill Talk? The roll call? The roll call. Some of them. Amazing. When they came to me, I was like, oh, I would be, I would do a dance, but I can't wait to say this. Yeah, I mean, these words are good. They could go for lots of different well, aspects, obviously. But, okay, what are we going to do with tour, performance, failure? Tour? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Someone's tour. going on tour. Mm. So is this like Blair and we have to go on like a tour because they're soon to be royals? Okay, I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. I don't like that though. Okay, you, you, you know, you can marinate on that. 
performance, which also, okay, oh, is this going to be like a sexual performance? <laughs> this is fake. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. A sexual performance between Padge, uh, not Padge, uh, Blair? No. Diana? Uh, Diana and Nate. Nate. Oh, God. Ugh. Did we ship them? Oh. We uh, don't like them, but date? Date. Date is like a term. Date. Niana? Niana. Date, I guess, is fine. Quick <laughs> For shipping. a fine couple. Quick shipping. You guys vote in the chat. Uh, okay, so performance. Or like performance of analytics. Oh, S, look how good your blog is doing. Mm. Let's look at those, that performance of those numbers and failure. Or her blog's going to fucking fail. She's going to feel like a failure. It will fail. Padge is failing. Chuck feels like a failure. So I could see that working with a lot. Yeah, it could work with many. Tour. Who the fuck is going on tour? Or is someone performing? Do we get it? Do we get an artist? No. No. <laughs> it's not music. Book tour. Duh. <laughs> Deal with me, friends. Deal with it's me, okay. friends. It's okay. You have to marry me. Okay, you know? so book tour. Patch is going on a book tour. Hmm. I wonder if we actually see him go on the tour. Or is he home from the tour? Mm. And then I guess performance of numbers, maybe. Okay. I think numbers have I think the performance has to do with analytics. Okay. Maybe a little bit like of you're just throwing it in there is the sexual performance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Just a little sexual performance. Yeah. All right, so they voted on some ship names, even though we don't like them. We have Date, we have Nana. Nana? Nathania. Diate. <laughs> They're all terrible. So They're bad. all terrible. Like most ship names on this, on this show. Yeah, most ship names on a, a Total Buddy podcast. Are we shipping, chat, some of you know what's happening, some of you don't. Are we shipping Chai V and Nate? That's going to be a... Nivy? Because I'm using Chai V. <laughs> or, or Chate. Ew. That's like chafe. Chafe thing. Nivy? <laughs> Nivy. Nivy's not bad. It's not, it's bad. not terrible. We'll consider that if uh, something happens there. Yeah. So you guys spit out some uh, if you are shipping them. Yeah. What should we do as an emoji? <laughs> what should we do as an emoji? A ring? Okay. Because he gives back the ring. He does give back the ring. Did you have another idea? I didn't, no. Um, There's no like psychology one. Is no. there like a... Or is there, is there a couch? Could do like a therapist Probably. couch. Is there a couch? I'm sure there's a couch. So either a couch and knife and knife. Oh my goodness. A couch or a, a ring? Couch or a ring, whatever. <laughs> Dealer's choice, you pick whichever there one you want. There is a couch. Oh, let's do a couch. With a light. Do you ever sidebar? Do you ever go through the emojis and you're like, I've never used this one? I don't normally go through them, but there are I know there are ones I've never even attempted to use before. I will go through them with Krista and I will just send them to her like it's almost like I got like finger have finger happy and i'm just like did, 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 did. and she's like what is going on i'm like i just discovered these emojis. <laughs> it's always the best too when your friend hasn't updated their phone then yes. they get all those question yes. mark boxes and they're like what are those emojis 
Yeah. I don't know. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So send us a couch wherever you'd like. Instagram, three got a three. Instagram and Total Betty Podcast Network. You can even email us at three gossipgirlspod at gmail.com or you can put it in an Apple podcast. Apple podcast review. I listen to this podcast while I'm laying on the couch. And here's the couch. Perfect. There Let's you. just, I just wrote it for I gave you. you another title, guys. You have two titles to choose from. The Grapes, <laughs> this one. Choose one and go put it on Apple Podcasts. That's all you have to do. Rate us and leave us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. This is a simple way for you to help us and then we grow. And that's all we want is just to make grow. new friends and you make new friends yeah. too. It just means a lot. And yeah. we really appreciate it. Yes, we don't have to go into the whole spiel. No, we don't. You know it. And we thank you if you have wrote us a review already. Thank yeah. you. All right, I have Will's treat tonight. Oh my God, I'm so excited because the past two, I mean, they're always great, but I've been flipping, I've been doing flips over the past two weeks. This one's a fun one. Gossip Girl characters as numbers for the episode title. Well, Blair, 22, my favorite number for my favorite character. Also, she says deuces to losing the minions. Oh, nice. Blair, I mean, Chuck, four. That four and seven are like my two favorite numbers. Your two? Mm-hmm. Mine are two and 21. Oh, I wonder if there's a, there's a two in here. No 21 though. Uh, four. I think there have been four will, he won't, he storylines with Blair. It seems like another dramatic storyline is coming around the turnpike. Good one. Dan, nine. Poor Humphrey. It's the sad state of affairs when your dad beats you. Yeah, because Rufus <laughs> right. was talking about how Lincoln Hawk was eight. Uh, Serena, 10, a perfect 10 out of this, out of 10 this episode. She still loves Dan and wants to see him succeed or at least not look like crap after their ish together. Nate, two, always the groomsman, never the groom. His storylines are shit and he took a backseat to Chuck a long time ago. Oh, gosh. Chivy, three, three kisses with Nate for Chivy. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God, Louis six six six. This man is showing a devilish insecurity lately. <laughs> wow, that's, that's like way but, dark. Yeah, Rufus eight. Lincoln Hawk's artistic contribution is just a bit better than Dan's. We don't need two F. Scott Fitzgeralds, do we? Dorota double o seven. Dorota as paparazzi reminded me of her time as a spy for Blair. Perfection. Yeah. Maureen one. Blair is my favorite, but Maureen is number one. Miss Carr, 1B, C above. Ah. I mean, those are my favorite parts at the end with the oh, Miss Carr and the Maureen. It. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. You're so appreciated yeah. more than you know. This is so much fun. I hope, I'm, I know everyone loves it. And if you want to submit, again, in our description for the episode, there is the Google Doc that you can submit your Will's treat. If you're so honored, he will pick your treat. And we'll do this wonderful thing so we can hear it at the end of the episode. It's awesome. That's right. Right before we go into After Dark, which we're starting to go with Strap Out of Sin. Here we go. So we're if going. you're a newbie, this is where we leave you. We're leaving you. Here we go. Tick, 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 tick. tick, tick. <laughs> you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. I have to like consciously think about how to go. Really?
Oh my god. Every, that was like a sound clip that we inserted into the episode. <laughs> I think what we should do from now on is like in I'm All In where they take the, you know, maybe sometime we could and just put it in wherever we want. Just like scare our audience. <laughs> I will do that. I have to say when I edit I, do you just laugh? I do. I legitimately laugh. And I was like, I'm genuinely entertained by us. And I don't know if that means Me I'm too. so full of myself and No, I just you. think we're funny. I just think, <laughs> yeah, we just, we're just good <laughs> when it comes to certain things. And when it gets to after dark and when these noises come up and all I can hear is your reaction and you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> you're just like dead. <laughs> sometimes when we get to after dark it's like late y'all it's like it's late, late. <laughs> you know yeah so we're having like that moment right. but i have a very special treat for after dark you do I, we received an email from an awesome listener named sahara sahara and i can't wait to read this oh i goodness. chose it for after dark because they mention um not things that are necessarily spoilers but more things that kind of allude to possible spoilers that we can open up here, but I didn't want to open up to the first half. Okay, so they felt like it's their duty to come clean on some things. I'm sorry. Their duty to clear some things up. Wow. Um, For us. Oh, thank you. They say, I notice how you get confused about how Gossip Girl could possibly know certain things at times where it seems impossible. And I think you guys are mixing up narration with the actual posts gossip girl is used as a way to stir things up in the upper east side but it's also used as a tool for the audience now here's how to tell the difference between what has been posted and what has been narrated simply for the audience if a gossip girl voiceover is a company a company in wow a company there it is mike <laughs> how's mike feeling right now accompanied accompanied uh Forget it. You know what I mean. By someone looking at it. I was like my mouth wasn't speaking. Uh, someone looking at the post on the site. That was an audience. See then the narration is what is written in the post. And what the characters are reading. Now if Gossip Girl narration is being used for a random scene that has no post. It's just Gossip Girl talking about what's happening in said scene. Then that's only for the audience. And it's not a real post that the characters can see. For example, when Diana is looking at her headshot from Bart's file and Gossip Girl is talking, there is no post accompanying it. Therefore, nobody in the show knows what Diana has done. I mean, that makes sense because nobody knew that just yet. Okay, because I keep teetering back and forth with that. I mean, you obviously, they're clearing it up for us. But I do go back and forth. Right. She serves as a narrator, but Gossip Girl is also an integral part of the show. So, Right. Um, I should also mention that this includes the person who's behind, excuse me, behind the site because at times Gossip Girl is used as an omnipresent for the audience. Some in... So in some ways, it sort of has a mind of its own sometimes. That's it. I hope this clears up any confusion you had. And I have a lot more information on Gossip Girl behind the scenes bits. And I'm happy to answer any other questions, such as when the Gossip Girl identity was decided by the writers. But if you'd rather have that kept a secret, that's fine, too. I emailed Sahara back and I said, no, please tell me. Oh, no, no, no. Because we want to talk about this. All of it should Mm -hmm. be sent. Yeah. And whatever you have at whatever point, just let us know because I'm I I love to hear and then you'll filter it for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um it's funny listening to 
Diana tells Serena, like, I want to take down Gossip Girl. And I'm thinking, okay, take down Dan. (laughs) Well, yeah. Take down Dan. And then Serena's going to be, like, against Dan. Like, I don't know how this is going to play out. Right. But we don't know. Like, it's not a known thing for Padge to be like, oh, I'm also running Gossip Girl. So I'm going to be taken down. So I don't even know if we'll even see that. I don't even know if Gossip Girl will retaliate. Right. We'll just be like, oh, upgrade, you know, good morning. We have a new one on the streets who's trying to be, but they'll never be as best as Queen Bee or whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you know, you know, as the original or something like that. Right. Plus, I feel like the spectator is covering all aspects, and it seems that Gossel is very the spectator covers all the juicy within Right. The and elite Gossip Girl City. is just like those specific kids. Sahara, would you like to please elaborate? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fill us in on that. But that's how I view it. Yeah, that's how I view it too. Hmm. I didn't really think too much of Gossip Girl in this episode, except for Diana. It actually no, let me take that back. I didn't think too much of Padge being Gossip Girl in this episode, but I felt it was actually one of the first episodes that was so Gossip Girl heavy. And the discussion of Gossip Girl and the presence of Gossip Girl because Diana keeps talking about it. Yeah. And wanting to take down the service and take it over. And Serena recognizing like, oh, my goodness, like, don't even want to be a part of that world. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Like, she's been dealing with this for so long that she's kind of just like numb to Gossip Girl. Like, oh, I'm just I get over it. She says something bad about me or whatever. So. Diana, like Diana, putting so much weight into it's just funny that they all put so much weight into Gossip Girl in this in the city. Like Diana, she's a grown ass woman. She's like, oh, we gotta take down Gossip Girl. I know. Anywhere else in the world wouldn't know who Gossip Girl is. Is she international? I don't think so. Angelina. Angelina? <laughs> I don't think so. Angelina but. said uh, earlier, screams internally in spoiler. Oh. And then Mike said, it's too bad Mitch has the chat open or else we could have freely talked now. Super true. That is true. I mean, I could close it, but then I just want to make sure in case anything goes wrong. So I have to monitor and Liz is already monitoring. So uh, and then Mike had his arms up in the air for roller coaster. Oh, like this. Come on. Bewitched. Uh, yeah. I mean, besides that, I did. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good music video. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> but that was That's it. all. Yeah, I mean that's really besides Diana really, you know, being like, oh gossip girl. I didn't really think about it. Right. Well, I look forward to hopefully Sahara sending some stuff next yeah, week that we so can cool. mention. Um I would love to know how you know this, these things, these mystery things. I mean, upon probably just being a fan, right? A super fan, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sahara, for sending us this email. We love that you're loving the podcast, especially since you love Gossip Girl so much. I always say this, but like it, it means so much more when like a true Gossip Girl fan loves this podcast. Yeah, and we're not shitting all over your show. Right. Like, we thank you, and we, we appreciate any feedback, um, but knowing that you enjoy it just means so much thank you so much yeah and thank you if you've gotten this far thank you to all of our patrons in the chat tonight we love you guys and we'll be back to our regular scheduled program next week for episode seven yes we will oh my goodness we'll be like uh, in the second week of october it's weird a little gross (laughs) 
but everyone enjoy. Have a great week. And we'll be back next week with episode seven. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.